Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this uh, wonderful. What's it doing? Oh, there we go. All right. I am here. I have arrived. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. I uh, hit the wrong button there. I apologize for that. But uh, hope everybody is doing well today on this uh, wonderful, uh, chilly Wednesday morning. And uh, don't know if it's supposed to rain all day again today or not. I know yesterday was kind of lousy day but uh hopefully uh, i think what they're talking about this weekend it should be a pretty uh memorial day weekend so and don't re and remember and i don't say this to be a smart aleck <laughs> remember there is a difference between memorial day and veterans day all right veterans day we thank our veterans those past and present but uh uh, uh, Memorial Day are the ones that we remember who have given their lives for this country. And uh, so remember that that distinctive uh, between the two. So, because I know there's a lot of people out there Memorial Day, hey, thank you for your service. And I thought I was still alive. So anyway, just wanted to kind of throw that out there to give you all a little some uh, food for thought. But, uh, but I do hope everybody has a good day. I know it's hump day. It's midweek. And some people are little sluggish as i know somebody put on there this morning said uh oh i just realized today's only wednesday so but hey look you're at you're at the halfway mark for some people and uh you only have a couple more days and you get a uh, nice little three-day weekend for some people there's a lot of people out there they they don't they, they still have to work regardless so i feel sorry for you uh, guys and gals and uh so uh just got to keep on keep it on so let's go ahead and look at our bibles this morning we'll look at romans chapter 8 verse 15 so if you have your bibles handy go ahead and get those out and we're going to take a look at that here uh this morning so romans 8 15 tells us for you not for you have yeah here in a second for ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear but ye have received the spirit of adoption whereby we cry, Abba, Father. And uh, bless this reading and the hearing of it to our hearts. Good morning, Mrs. Shipley. Appreciate your comment this morning and watching. So uh, we look here at this verse in Romans 8, 15. It says, now, you know, this, these are some things that are very important now. This is where we now receive a spirit of bondage. Now, um, you can look at that as uh, perhaps a spirit of fear, I mean, a spirit of slavery. You know, uh, slavery obviously has a negative context, and uh, uh, and that type of racial slavery is wrong. Now, there are those out there who oppose God's word, and they want to say, well, the Bible condones slavery. No, not at all. See, you got to understand the culture, the time, the place, and the history. And when you see slavery in biblical terms, uh, in fact, doctors, attorneys, they, they put themselves willingly into slavery because they knew that they would be well taken care of. It wasn't a type of racial slavery abuse that you would see in, in our nation's sadly, in our nation's history. And uh, in fact, the Bible even talks about man-stealing, and that it's wrong. So that type of slavery is wrong. But the, the actual context, what we see in the Bible, is not the kind of slavery you think of today. It's completely, totally different. But with that said, I just want to yeah, make that uh, clarification. But with that said, uh, that God, that we have not received a spirit of slavery because God could have very easily made us his little minions, his slaves. He could have instilled with us uh, a t that type of spirit uh, that whatever he wanted done would be done and we would be his, uh, his eternal slaves. But he didn't do that. 
all right not only did he not do that but he gave us not he didn't give us a spirit of fear and but we received a spirit of adoption will require will cry of a father now when we see that that not only were, were we not slaves but we have nothing to fear. You know, uh, as I quoted yesterday, 2 Timothy 1, 7, for God's not given us a spirit of fear, a bit of power and of love and a sound mind, that, that we have uh, that confidence in Christ Jesus, that we have nothing to fear, that instead of giving us a spirit of slavery, he gave us that, that spirit of adoption. He chose us. He adopted us into the kingdom. And, you know, when you look at that, when you look into adoption, of course, uh, you, you have to hit on election to a certain extent. A lot of people don't like to talk about election. A lot of people disagree with election. But remember, God knew us before we were formed in the, in the womb. We were predestined. God chose us. He didn't have to choose anybody into the kingdom of heaven. He could have let us, every one of us die and go to hell. Jesus Christ died for the elect because if he died for everybody, it would have been a, uh, a uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, uh, oh, goodness gracious, my mind just went blank on me. A, uh, it would have cheapened uh, that uh, cheap grace. It would, have been, it would have cheapened what he was trying to do uh, because he knew not everybody would accept him. So out of his love, he chose to save some. And uh, uh, so that's what makes our, our walk as Christians uh, all the more the better. Is because we know, you know, just like, uh, uh, you know, when we have kids, we're stuck with every kid we get. You know, well, we don't know what we're going to get. You know, my biggest fear was my, uh, my wife was pregnant that uh, my daughter's going to come out uh, looking like my father-in-law and acting like him. And that was scary. <laughs> So, it, uh, no, I love a father-in-law dearly, but I like to give him a hard time. But uh, uh, but when you adopt a child, you specifically choose that child. You didn't have to adopt them, but you chose to adopt that specific child. And that makes that relationship that much sweeter, that much better, because you know that Jesus Christ chose you. And that, that is a very wonderful thing, that we are adopted, all right? We receive the spirit of adoption whereby we cry, Abba, Father. Now, we see that Abba, Father, is the fact that we understand that Jesus Christ is our Father, our Heavenly Father. You know, that's why I wrote my book, Life Dead, because there was a lot of people out there, uh, you know, I was, I was, praise God, I was raised uh, by a very godly Christian father and mother. And, uh, uh, but there's a lot of people, when you describe the love of Jesus Christ to them, they don't understand that completely it's you know a lot of times a lot of people they relate what their earthly father was like to the heavenly father if you didn't have a good relationship with your earthly father that can directly affect how you feel and look at your heavenly father oh one of the things i wanted to say real quick uh when i was talking about election people want to say well how do i know i'm the elect how do, how do i know that god chose me if you accept jesus christ lord and savior you're good all right, we don't know who the elect are, so we we go out and we minister and we spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. So you know, just don't don't worry about that. Anyway, um, so uh, that's why I wrote that book, Life Day, because I wanted people to understand what a true loving uh, father is, a true loving heavenly father. There's a lot of people out there who grew up in very physical abusive situations, sexually abusive situations, abandonment. We have you know, there's a lot of issues that people have in regards to their earthly fathers. 
But that's one thing that we can count on is the Heavenly Father. He may he, he is the Father that maybe you always hoped for or dreamed of or never had. He is the Father that loves you unconditionally. He is the Father that will never leave you. He is the Father who will never hurt you physically, sexually, mentally, or emotionally. The Heavenly Father is always there. You are never alone. And when you're scared and when you're worried, you can run to the Heavenly Father, as we see here, crying, Abba, Father. Remember, Jesus Christ even referred to Abba, Father. You know, in, in one context that we can understand that when we are fearful, that we can run to our Heavenly Father. You know, uh, when I was uh, a kid, uh, we lived, uh, my dad preached at uh, Liberty Church of the Brethren over here in Gray. And uh, we lived in the parsonage there. Well, at that time, uh, you know, of course, I, I still have upper respiratory problems. I still have breathing problems. Uh, I would wake up in the middle of the night. Uh, I couldn't breathe. If you've never experienced, uh, uh, you know, I think that's one reason, you know, whether you believe that this COVID thing is a conspiracy or, you know, real or imagined, whatever you want to feel about it, it still worries me. Because I know what it's like to suffocate. I know what it's like to wake up gasping for air and cannot breathe. And there was many times that I woke up and uh, where I could not breathe. And uh, I, I remember it took everything in me to crawl, literally crawl out of my bed, crawl on my hands and knees just to get to my mom and dad's bedroom, who was, who was close to mine. And all I could do, this, I mean, I, I keep putting the words uh, uh, how hard it was. And all I, I could reach up with all my might, and I would shake my dad, and I would just point like that because I couldn't talk because I was suffocating, and he'd have to rush me to the hospital. I remember spending uh, weeks at a time in, in oxygen tents uh, because of my breathing problems. And uh, if you've never experienced that, you, it is something I hope, pray you never do. It's a horrible thing. But... You know, as uh, scary as that was, I knew that if I got to my dad, I would be okay. And see, that's what we're seeing very here in Romans eight fifteen, that we that we can go to the Abba Father, that if we go on our hands and knees, and we reach up for help, we know the Heavenly Father will be there and He will help us. Just as I got on my hands and knees to get help from my earthly father, we know that we can get on our hands and knees and reach up to the Heavenly Father. And guess what? He's going to help you. He's going to get you through the most difficult times, through the trials and tribulations, the times when you feel like you are suffocating and feel that there is no more air, that there's no more um, help out there. We can reach up towards God. That when we see that adoption, it's not something that we've done on our own, but it's something that God done for us. And, and that's a wonderful thing because we can look back up here and say, uh, uh, let's see, we read 15, verse 14. It says, for as many are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God, okay? And so, and then even, well, I'm going to read 13 and, and come on down. 13 says, for if we live after the flesh, ye shall die. But if ye through the Spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, ye shall live. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For ye, are, for ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. So we see that in verse, particularly in verse 13, if we live after the flesh, you shall die, but if ye through the Spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, you shall live. So remember, there are things, you know, if we live only after for ourselves, if we only live after uh, for the moment, if we're only living for those things in the world, desiring the things of the flesh, that those things of the flesh could be 
Uh, maybe you've got a pornography problem. Maybe you've got, uh, uh, you know, who knows, addictions or whatever it may be. Uh, that uh, if you're living by that only and you're not giving your life over to Jesus Christ, now you can be a struggling Christian and, and have issues that you're trying to deal with daily and fight and you're trying to live for the Lord. That's different. But if, you're, if you've not accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior and you're blatantly doing things with no conviction or repentance, then that's when there's the problem. So let's make that clear. But when we are understand that uh, we uh, live after the flesh, but if you through the Spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, you shall live. So let's make sure we put those things away, that we fight uh, those those sinful things, that we fight against those things that we are not, or that we know are wrong and not glorifying unto uh, God the Father. So let's make sure we're doing those things and that we are living for Jesus Christ and for the Spirit of God. For as many are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So those of us who know Jesus Christ are personal Lord and Savior, and we're we're fighting and we're struggling to get through this world, uh, you know, and that we are to um, look forward to the rewards of heaven. That we are not left here on our own to do these things. That we know that here we have the Holy Spirit to guide us and to encourage us. Remember when Jesus Christ ascended, He did not leave us on our own. He sent us the Paracletos, the Holy Spirit, that Helper that gets us through our battles, that encourages us, that helps us to endure, that helps us to per persevere. That we're not left on our own because on our own abilities we will fall, we will fail. We cannot be righteous. We cannot be good enough. We cannot do the things of the, the of the Father without the help of the Holy Spirit. So remember, Jesus Christ gave his life so that, that sin uh, that needed, God's wrath was going to come down. It needed judgment. And God and Jesus Christ fulfilled that. And so that he bridged that gap because remember, sin is separated between us and God. And he bridged that gap so that we can come before the Father. And uh, you know, remember that Jesus Christ is our advocate. You know, and as I was talking the other day, don't forget that you know, even though we can look forward to the eternal rewards, we get to look forward to the things of heaven. Don't forget that we are here on this earth for a reason. And that, uh, you know, I think some people, we have to be very careful, uh, do not feel that, uh, you know, it's all they look for. Uh, it's like I was talking about uh, Sunday evening about escapism theology, that uh, it's so easy to, all you want to do is look at heaven. You forget the fact that we are we are here to engage in, with the world as well. We are, we are not in of the world. We are in the world, not of the world. We are aliens in a strange land. We are passing through. That that all is true, but we are still here to engage because we are here to minister and tell others about the love of Jesus Christ. Tell them about the love of the Abba Father. Tell them those out there who are struggling. You know, uh, you know the Bible is clear. When it comes to homosexuality, transgender, whatever it may be, we know that God created man and woman. Uh, we realize that the world is uh, uh, attacking uh, the fundamentals of uh, traditional marriage between man and woman. Uh, that, that fact is clear. And we don't condone uh, sinful actions. I don't care if it's gay or straight. You know, adultery is just as bad as homosexuality. All sexual sin is immoral. Uh, uh, it, whether it's adultery, pornography, homosexuality, you know, all, all those things are wrong. You know, I've had people say, well, you're getting on that, but you don't say nothing about these other things. Hey, those are all, sin is sin, all right? It doesn't matter. But my point is, gay or straight, here's the thing. These people are hurting. And they need Jesus Christ. They don't need to be beat up by the family Bible. Nine times out of ten, they know they're messing up. They know they're wrong. But if we can show them the love of Jesus Christ without condoning the sin. See, I think that's a problem a lot of Christians have. They, they, they confuse love with 
compromise and condoning something that we know is biblically incorrect. So we can't do that. We have to stand firm on the faith of God. We have to speak the truth in love, but we need to show the love of Jesus Christ. Get these people into the church. We can't change them. It's only Jesus Christ can change these people. Once they get in there, and if they understand the, the gospel, and they understand the realization, the need of a Savior, then Jesus Christ, his power can work within them and change them because these people need the love of the Father. They need Abba Father. They need that someone to run to in times of help and times of need, as we all do. So when you're in trouble, when you, well, whether you're in trouble or not, good or bad, whatever it is you're dealing with, what you're going through, Always know you can run to the Abba Father. Just like my kids know, they can run to Daddy. That's like my daughter yesterday was going to go speak with a friend. And uh, apparently the father was uh, being a little rough on her friend. And I told Brandy, I said, based on what she was telling me, I said, this guy better not come out of there and, and say anything to my daughter. Because I said, I'll be uh, going over there and uh, we'll be doing some strong laying on of hands. <laughs> If you know what I mean, you know, uh, because my kids know I'm going to protect them. And just as we know that Jesus Christ is going to protect us, he says the Holy Spirit to help us, to guide us. He's going to protect us. He's going to love us. But, you know, there's so many people and they need help. They're holding God at arm's length. Instead of running to him for help, they're pushing him away. You know, we can't, uh, we, we need to embrace the things of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. We need to embrace those things of God and run to him and know that we are safe and that we are secure. And uh, praise God for that, you know, in a world full of, fear, and torment, and trials, we know that we have Jesus Christ to guide us, to lead us, and to protect us each and every day. Let us have a word of prayer. Dear Father, Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful and beautiful day that you've blessed us with. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, help us uh, on our daily journey. Lord, uh, when, thank you so much for being there for us, to protect us, to watch over us, that you are the one that we can run to, and that you do help us, and that you do guide us. Give us that wisdom. Give us that discernment each and every day. Give us that confidence and that boldness. And Lord, uh, if there's anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with you, Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us. Lead, guide, watch over, protect us this day. Lord, be with uh, so many who are struggling and hurting spiritually, mentally, and emotionally. Be with those who are dealing with surgeries and uh, uh, dealing with uh, sicknesses of various kinds. Uh, be with those situations. Uh, Lord, I pray that you be with our sister in Christ, Kim Penix, and Ginger, and Troy Hood. I pray that you be with Linda and David Feathers, Murph. Uh, Mr. Roger Winters, uh, Lord, pray to be with Wendy Lee, to bring healing upon her. Uh, pray to be with the Trivet family. Uh, Lord, I just pray that you will be with uh, uh, so many people, Lord Jesus, uh, uh, those who have lost loved ones and dealing with pain, and uh, Lord, just bring comfort to them. Lord, be with uh, all of our first responders, our uh, police officers, our EMT workers, our nurses and doctors and military, let them know their love, needed, and appreciated. Be with our president, give him wisdom and protection. And uh, Lord, just be with this nation. I pray that you'll touch the hearts and minds and that they'll come to know you before it's too late. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. I appreciate all you guys and gals for watching this morning. And as you do every morning, appreciate that support. Don't forget, we're going to try to have, Fat Life Officers are going to try to have services this Sunday from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. And uh, as, right, as of right now, uh, we're going to try to hold indoor services. 
Uh, and uh, if we are able to do that, uh, right now I'm saying if because uh, we're still, you know, we may end up having to do it outside. We're still trying to look over some things. But when we do this, everybody has to wear a mask, all right? And Dr. Vic Young says specifically, he will say something from the pulpit. If you're practicing social distancing, if you're not wearing a mask, that is mandatory. You have to do these things. Your temperature will be checked at the door. We have to take precautions. Again, whether you think this uh, is real or imagined, uh, we have a responsibility to take care of our congregants, uh, of our parishioners. And there, we have elderly people there. We have people with compromised immune systems, such as myself. We have to take the precautions uh, just to be on the safe side. And uh, if you can't comply with that, then by all means, please, uh, you can sit in the parking lot and listen to uh, 98.5 and or you can watch on our website, flbconline.com, as well as the our social media. So uh, I'm not trying to be rude, but understand uh, that we have an obligation to, to take care of uh, those out there who want to attend. And uh, so we uh, are saying that everybody will have masks there if you don't have one. And, uh, and so that make sure that everybody does have their faces covered and uh, sitting. Uh, we want to be able to have children's church. Uh, so if you have any children, please keep them by your side and uh, sit in there with you so that we can uh, make sure we're, we're, we're doing what we're supposed to to keep everybody safe. So thank you. And so now if you would like to share uh, these devotions on th social media, you can find me at Dr. Young 77. If you do not do social media or know someone who doesn't, obviously you do or you will be watching, uh, who uh, who doesn't do social media, they can find me on YouTube at Dr. Matthias Young and or you can always find me at uh, on our uh, on my podcast, the Dr. Young Chronicles podcast on Apple iTunes, free of charge, audio only, but you can listen to the daily devotions, all of our sermons, uh, Brady and I's podcast uh, we do on Saturdays. Now, uh, with it being Memorial Day weekend, I know we didn't do one last Saturday. I'm sorry we're doing some renovations here at the house, and we were just pooped out. Uh, this weekend, we won't do one. Uh, since it's Memorial Day weekend, family get-togethers and things, so we won't be able to do that this weekend. So, Lord willing, a uh, week from Saturday, we'll get back together and try to do one then. But uh, so anyway, I hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching, and God bless you.